This is the Amanda Murphy Radio. This podcast is for every woman who has ever felt less than, unworthy, or just not enough. This podcast is for any woman who has ever felt misled or unheard by society and is truly just fed up trying to keep up. Here, no topic or conversation is ever off limits. We will talk about ditching diet culture and intuitive eating, body image and self-acceptance, mindset and empowerment, literally all things women. Through each conversation and story, we will share tips, tools, and support to help you end the war against your body, make peace with food, and bust through your limiting beliefs to feel more empowered than ever before. It's time to put yourself back in the driver's seat and take back control of your body, your health, and your life. I'm your host, Amanda Murphy, certified intuitive eating counselor and mindset mentor for women. Are you excited? Girl, me too. Okay, honest to God, when I start these podcast conversations anymore, I feel like a robot saying the same thing over and over. Like, hey, ladies. So today we're going to talk about, and I'm just thinking to myself, like, that's got to get old. But I'm sure I'm the only one who notices because that's how us as human beings work. We notice things so much more than anybody else because half of you probably paid no mind and you're like, girl, what are you talking about? But anyways, today's topic came to me actually earlier in the day. I had planned to come home and record a podcast on a different topic, but this one came to mind and uh, I think it's pretty legit. It's pretty juicy, so we're going to talk about it. And that is the idea of when it comes to on dieting your entire life, your mind, your body, just ridding your life of diet culture, there's no way someone can clearly tell you the step one, step two, step three, or these are the guidelines, or these are things you should and shouldn't do. I mean, there's clearly a, a handful or maybe a long laundry list of things that really just aren't smart things to do when you're trying to break up with diet culture and on diet your life, your mind, and your body. But honestly, I can't tell you exactly how to do that. I can help you, I can guide you, and all of that, but I literally can't tell you how to do that. And I know what you're thinking, like, wait a minute, Amanda, but aren't you a certified intuitive eating counselor? Yes, yes, I am. And while, yes, my job is to help guide you through and to help coach you and counsel you on how to break up with diet culture, how to unlearn all of those things and rid your mind of all the things that you know diet culture taught us and and you know literally undiet your life I can't exactly tell you what to do and you know when working on um working with me one-on-one and, and say let's say you were my client with my clients that I've worked with in the past I can't tell them exactly what to do I don't give them should and should nots. I don't give them, um, you know, to-do lists or homework or assignments or anything of the sorts. I help them uncover what's going on in their mind. I help them follow the thread of their own thoughts because it can be very overwhelming, you know, when you're trying to on diet your life, but you've been in the diet for so long and you're just your thoughts and your mentality and the way you view things is just so diet culture ridden. It can be very hard to see things from a different perspective. You know, it's kind of like it's hard to 
think outside the box. And the best example I could give is like, you know, when your best friend's dating a guy who you think is utter trash and you're just like, girl, what do you see in him? Like, this is a bad idea. This is a bad situation. He's not good for you. But what are you doing? But she's stuck inside of the relationship and she just can't see the red flags and she doesn't see the, you know, negative patterns and things like that. That's like, that's pretty much how it is with dieting and you know once you're so immersed in it it's hard to see the other side it's hard to find the way out of it so my job is to be that friend that helps you see outside of the box see the light see the other side and start to really dig through the red flags and the behaviors the patterns and everything literally everything so that you can see them for yourself, you can start to do the work, you can start to acknowledge things, shift things, be aware of things, the whole inner dirty work, kit and caboodle, you can start doing that. I just can't say, like, if it was that easy, I would simply make a PDF and say, here's how you, you know, on diet your life, read this, and then you should be good to go. It doesn't work that way. And It just got me thinking because today I was um, approached by a lovely lady and she wanted me to read um, an ebook of hers. And there's a lot of good stuff in it. I began reading it, but it's a it's a guide and it's, it's titled like Five Simple Steps to Blah 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 Blah. And just the title alone got me thinking like, this is half the problem. Like diet culture in and of itself, the problem with diet culture or one of the main hefty problems is that. It's telling us what we should and shouldn't do. It's giving us guidelines, rules, should and should not. Whatever you want to label it, it's giving us external things to listen to, to abide by, to try to stick to, to follow, however you want to call it, however you want to string the words together. At the end of the day, it's giving you other things to try to listen to, to be the healthiest version of yourself, the happiest version of yourself, instead of really tuning into your own body. And that's what it boils down to. And that really got me thinking, we can't keep doing this. We can't keep telling women and men and just people in general that we can give you a guide on how to do xyz in your life when it comes to your health and your happiness because that is a extremely personal thing like nobody can just tell you follow step one step two step three step four and you're gonna end up from going from diet culture sally to empowered making my own choices susan There is no way to do that. And I think a lot of people's frustrations while they're totally immersed in the diet world is because you you feel like you can't trust your own body. You know, diet culture teaches us that we just, we can't. Our bodies are not to be trusted. Our hunger is not to be trusted. Whatever other signals we're we're getting from our body, they're not to be trusted. You know, all these other people are to be trusted, these trainers, these coaches, you know, these doctors, these whatever, whatever. And, you know, it's crazy to see how I'm going to use the word brainwashed, but please don't take offense to it. It's just, it'll get my point across, but it's crazy how even the most knowledgeable, educated people like doctors and health professionals have been so brainwashed by mock studies faulted studies studies that don't show causation they show correlation and they're twisting them and they've just been brainwashed to think that all of these these things that i'm saying that that our bodies can't be trusted you know our hungers to be you know something to be feared and all of these things that are lies 
and that we're supposed to do X, Y, Z to be healthy, to, to honor our health and all these things when really it's just garbage. And they do that by giving us follow this plan, follow this guideline, you know, stick under this number of calories every day. Um, I don't know, do this, do this, do this and this and don't do this, don't do that, don't do that. You know, however, somebody wants to wrap it up, whoever's trying to sell it, whatever person wants to put a new bow on it. Either way, at the end of the day, we're someone's trying to tell us that we need to listen to them. We need to listen to something else other than our body to be healthy. That, if someone tries to give you steps, if someone tells you do this, don't do that, that's diet. That's diet culture. You know, run away. And I I do want to sidestep and say that, especially this girl that asked me to read her um, ebook and many others out there, you know, they do create things like this, like guides and, you know, five steps to blah, 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 or whatever, whatever. And they aren't having bad intentions there are even a lot of people who adopt the health at every size principle um, create things like this there's people who are very anti-diet very much so intuitive eating and well meaning that create things like this but I just feel like they don't truly see that angle where even giving somebody a five simple step guide to xyz can be a huge issue like i know for me personally in my journey with breaking up with diet culture and even now like two years post dieting you know because it's been i want to say two almost two and a half years since i that that one moment that i will for for my entire life never forget where i said that's it i'm fucking done I can't follow a rule. Even the simplest thing when I feel like I'm I'm putting a rule or a should or should not or a good or a bad habit in my life, I I get anxiety and I get like just uncomfortable and I don't like the way it feels. And I mean, it even could just be a thought of, you know, I'm going to try to, you know, I don't know, not eat so much candy this week because last week I ate a lot of candy. Like maybe that thought will pop in my head. Trust me. I've, I'm a candy freak when it comes to candy. I can't, I I love it. It's my favorite. So, you know, that's something that will come up. And when I think to myself, when I see candy after this thought has occurred, maybe it's the same day or it's the next day. And I think to myself, well, Amanda, you said yesterday that you were going to try not to eat so much candy because you ate a lot last week and your stomach didn't feel great. You just didn't have high energy. So you're going to stay away from it. Well, as soon as I think about that, I, I start to feel this anxiety almost like, I don't know, this uncomfortable feeling around the fact that that's a rule. I just swore off candy and now I'm telling myself I can't have it and it just sets something off and I can't, I just can't. I can't do rules and should and should nots when it comes to my life and I don't, I I think what it boils down to is just that it's a mind thing, you know, and it's just uncomfortable, especially for me. I feel I have spent more of my life than not trying to control every single thing that I put into my body. Everything that I consume in my whole life, every day, every minute of every hour was just consumed with thinking about it. What can I eat? What can't I eat? What should I eat? What shouldn't I eat? Did I do good today? Did I not do good today? And I'm just, I can't even remotely go back to that in the slightest form like I have come so far in my journey that even when I have uncomfortable moments because I don't know I ate a whole bag of Twizzlers and my stomach hurts and I have a headache because that's just how sugar and candy a lot of the times makes me feel I just can't go back 
to any form of restricting and dieting. And that, I think, is the biggest thing, is that we are still trying to give women and men and, and just humans in general guidelines. We're trying to tell them should and should not, when really what we need to be telling them is how to debunk all of these myths and debunk all of the lies that diet culture has taught us, you know? So when it comes to exercise, for example, you know, oh, it doesn't count, in, account if you, you didn't sweat. Oh, it doesn't count if you, you know, don't have your heart rate monitor, you know, your Apple Watch, your Fitbit, whatever. Oh, it doesn't count if you didn't hit the gym or, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. No, like who cares? Like that's a myth. Like if you've moved your body in any way, shape or form, whether that's a yoga class in the morning or, you know, a yoga session at home or that's, you know, a walk around your block or, I don't know, lifting weights at home, lifting weights at the gym, whatever it is, that's a workout. That's moving your body and that's doing yourself a tremendous job. And then also who maybe you didn't even, you know, set a chunk of time dedicated to movement, but you went to the zoo with your family and your kids and you walked around the zoo the whole day or you went to an amusement park or a museum and you spent a good portion of your day walking or maybe you guys went uptown and rented bikes or something, you know point is is if you moved your body significantly in the day whether it was a planned workout or just because of your daily activities you moved your body and you did a pretty damn good job so let's say you went to the zoo and you walked around the zoo all day with with your kiddos should you feel like shit when you came home after you're tired because I don't know say it was 85 degrees you spent several hours at the zoo the kids you know had a blast but they were a handful and you don't want to set aside 30 minutes to an hour to do an additional workout. So what? You should feel bad and, you know, like, oh, shit. Like, I sucked today because I didn't get a workout in. Or, oh, not only did I get a, not get a workout in, I didn't eat the best because we had food at the zoo. And I had a slice of pizza. Like, bullshit. Come on. Like, these are the things we need to be doing. We need to be pushing. We need to be debunking all of the bullshit lies that diet culture has taught us. It is just a great thing that you moved your body that day you know what I mean you you did your body well by walking around the effing zoo all day who cares if you didn't get a quote quote significant workout in walking around the damn zoo is significant okay that's significant movement and that's just one example I mean we could look at it in terms of food you know like when it comes to our should and should nots that diet culture tries to teach us when it comes to what we should eat and shouldn't eat who effing cares like you're going to have so much more negative side effects, psychological, mental health side effects of trying to restrict and keep the, the should and should not straight. And, you know, you're going to feel so much more of the negative side effects of the guilt and the shame and the frustration about if you ate a food that you quote, quote, shouldn't have, then any benefit you're going to get from eating a quote, quote, should food. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, when I hear people talk about intentional weight loss there is no such thing as good intentional weight loss like intentional weight loss is not a healthy thing and I know there's a lot of people out there who would want to come at me with their opinions and their views and their supposed research and this that and the other and I'm always open to have a conversation a respectful polite conversation about differences of opinions and things like that and and while a human being may experience weight loss and it not be harmful to them, intentional weight loss 99% of the time is not healthy and will not result in somebody having 
a healthier outcome than not. And here's why. Because no matter who the person is, no matter what their starting point is when it comes to body size or weight, which it's irrelevant, but no matter where they're starting from and where they're trying to go and where they end up, intentional weight loss, like I was just saying, all the restriction and the dieting mentality and the obsession of food and the fear of some foods it creates and all of the psychological effects alone honestly make it negate like all of the negative psychological side effects negate any possible healthy side effects of the intentional weight loss but there's not only negative psychological effects there's negative physical effects too because our bodies aren't meant to be forced into a famine which aka that's what a diet is and our bodies aren't meant to be forced to do a lot of the things that we force it to do when dieting so literally it backlashes and tries to protect you by gaining more weight so really if you want to avoid weight gain the best thing to do is to avoid dieting and let your body do its natural thing so what i'm getting at here without getting too scientific on you is that intentional weight loss even if your body sees some small which please find me a study that says otherwise and let's go over it let's talk about it like i said i'm open to discussion but any potential possible health benefit somebody has from losing some weight any amount of weight the negative side effects from that process of getting to that weight loss and obtaining that weight loss the negative outweighs the positive and okay so what you did it but can you maintain that like are those behaviors something you're going to have to continue to do in order to maintain that weight loss and what are the negative side effects of that because I guarantee you there's a bazillion so point being there's no such thing as good intentional weight loss and as usual I feel like I got off subject and on a tangent but all of that to reel it back in saying I can't tell you what to do with your body and I cannot tell you, I can't give you step one, step two, step three or any guidelines or any rules on how to on diet your life, period. And we need to, as a society, whether we are on the diet culture world, you know, if somebody's still stuck in that mentality, then they absolutely need to stop telling people what they should and shouldn't do. But even the anti-dieters and the people who have adopted the health at every size philosophy and preach it and really care about their clients and help their clients in that way and their, their patients in that health at every size philosophy, we need to stop pretending that we can give you simple steps to follow or that we can give you guidelines and that we can give you rules because it's just perpetuating the same bad news bears thing that diet culture does and I just feel like there's a lot of health professionals who might just not see this you know what I mean and I'm not trying to bash anybody I'm just trying to shed light on this that if you're trying to leave the diet culture world behind and you're trying to undiet your mind and your life and your body, the best thing that you can do for yourself is stop trying to follow external cues. Stop with the should and should nots, the can, the cannots, can have, can't haves. Just stop. Check in with yourself extremely frequently, like every day, every night, literally every hour check in with yourself and ask yourself how you're feeling and respond accordingly that literally is going to be the best way to start 
getting towards that intuitive eater that you were born as and and just being able to live a life free of diet culture because we weren't born to listen to any other external rules or cues or anything like that other than our body we were meant to simply trust the big the big cheese mo big cheese mo i can't even say that what is that big fachismo um that was me feeling i'm trying to be funny but we were just meant to listen to our body and that's it we were never intended to listen to anybody or anything else and honestly this extends way beyond just listening to our bodies when it comes to what we're eating and what we're putting into our bodies and exercising and in the way that in which we're moving our bodies it it really is with everything you know what truly makes us feel good all around what makes us happy in our lives in our careers and with our relationships and our families every single aspect what fills us up what makes us feel whole what makes us feel just good fucking fabulous like what makes us feel good and the only way we're going to truly find out what makes us feel good what lights us up is by checking in with ourselves there's just no way that somebody else is going to know you better there's no way that somebody else is going to know what you need better than you so my message here is that with with everything with with food and exercise and everything else in life stop listening to everybody else stop looking for a guide or uh, an ebook or a book book or someone else to tell you what you need to do and give you the steps to to take because there aren't any and nobody else is going to be able to give you any of the answers people like myself and other professionals and other lovely human beings uh who are appropriate and um you know all that good stuff definitely can help you guide you and help support you and um you know make the process a lot less painful sometimes and a lot less scary but we can't do it for you and we can't just give you the answers it takes a lot of tuning in looking inwards and a lot of what I call the internal dirty work okay so I hope that all just made sense that's literally what I'm shooting for every time I press record is that everything that's about to come out of my mouth makes freaking sense And I have mentioned it before. I've been dropping a couple hints every once in a while. But I have this really badass group coaching program that's going to be launching so super soon. Um, Right now it's set to launch at the end of the month. Um, And I just think that there is a whole different next level type of magic that happens when you do all of this massive inner work with others. Because you realize that you've never been alone and that questionable feelings of am I the only one who goes through this is this just me am I weird am I this that that or the other you realize that it's so not true and it's just oh I think more massive action and more massive shifts happen when you do it in a group so more details to come on that if that sounds like something you are interested in and you want to be the first to know when it comes out and to snag some early bird um, bonuses deals and all that good stuff get a hold of me at the amanda murphy on instagram you can uh, connect with me on my website theamandamurphy.com and i will get you on that wait list um yeah because i'm freaking fired up like just so I almost said the effort that's why I was trying to pause but I'm freaking excited I cannot wait so until next time babes
Thank you so much for spending this time with me. If you loved this episode as much as I did, please take a moment to leave a rating and a review. Let me know what you would like to hear on future episodes. And if you really loved this episode, please be sure to share it with somebody else who you think would love it just as much. You can take a screenshot, share it on Instagram. You truly don't know who can benefit from hearing this conversation or this message. If you want to be friends, and I really would like to be friends, you can find me on Instagram at theamandamurphy or at theamandamurphy.com. And until we chat next time, just remember that you are not alone and that life without dieting does exist. Bye, babes.